hate you, David. Oh, nasty business too, bitch. Well, the Giants don't have a sauce, so. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited to you to talk about how fucking good sauce is. You're fucking so stupid. I can't wait for you to walk into this trap. Fuck, you're dumb. I'm so excited. I just, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm back. You're back home. Congratulations. Oh. Blueberry lemonade sour from Dead Frog Brewery. Oh, man. You want to know who's not a dead frog? CD fucking lamb, bitch. David. Would you like to tell our lovely audience where we are in the game right now? We are in the fourth quarter. And CeeDee Lamb just scored a touchdown against my Giants. David. 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 Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Fucking Cowboys. Man, absolutely love it. Welcome to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. If you haven't can tell by this uh, time by now, Corey's back in Vancouver at sea level, clearly fucking with his brain. I don't even know what that was a sentence in English right there. We are currently watching the Dallas Cowboys visit at the New York Giants. You know what's sweeter than a grown man crying? A New York Giants fan crying. That's right, David. I also wanted to start off right in the beginning as well. Because I uh, was listening to our last episode. I kind of navigated it through because I was very tired. <laughs> and jet lag and stuff. Uh, congratulations, Brooke. Congratulations. Uh, way to, uh, you know, get on your way to be hitched up. It's a, it's a good time. So I figured I would acknowledge that because I just shook it off as... David's friends. I mean, because also, fuck you, David. But, uh, you know, I figured I'd, I'd touch on that before we, you know, got into it today, David. Well, so we happy to hear that. But yeah, I thought it was interesting he kind of just like dismissed it as like my friend as, a, as if she hasn't like been on the show, as if we don't reference her literally every time we reference a certain team in the NFL. It's more fun that way. I've really uh, taken up the shtick this season of just going against everything that you've said and just calling you a giant idiot. Cause like, I mean, let's be honest. You, you definitely, I mean, as our wonderful friend drew put it, you've definitely been, you've been mething in the Winnebago down by the river kid. You've definitely been by the Winnebago. I don't know if this is like a long-term rental situation you have going on here, but, uh, more timeshare. Yeah. You're, you are definitely down by the river for sure. Well, this was a strange week. Very strange yeah. week. Um, I can't wait to break it down a little bit. Um, I mean, oh boy. So far, we haven't really had the same week yet. 
it makes me a little bit nervous. Just a little bit nervous. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen this season. Like about this time last season, I was starting to like think about the playoff situation and who might make it, and it just seems like there is as much parity in the league this year as there ever has been. Which in some ways is a good thing, but in other ways, like if you're betting on games, like it's just so unpredictable right now. Yeah, I um yesterday's game fucking sucked. The night game. We're gonna talk about that. I got to sit there and watch that bullshit. But what a fucking terrible football game that was. Not uh way worse than just seeing the Italian version of Alex Smith right there. Oh man. All right, let's do this properly, right? Cleveland Browns 29, the Pittsburgh Steelers 17. I fucking forgot about this game when Me I pulled too. up. Uh... <laughs> well, because first of all, it's a Thursday night game, and then second of all, there's not a lot of fantasy relevance on either team. Nick Chubb had a decent game, though. Yeah. No, I mean, he's one of the few people who, you know, should be starting from either of those teams. And even Nick though Chubb he... was ninth running back in our scoring system. Well, even though he didn't have a lot of points that translated, George Pickens got, I think, three targets, which was triple the targets that he has had basically all season long. So that was interesting if you uh, are a Pickens flyer. Nice catch. Nice fucking catch, David. He's saying that because uh, we just watched the Giants drop a football. So in separate, in fact. Mr. run on the field and show his displeasure and get an offsetting penalty, which would have definitely helped his team out. Good job, Sterling. Anyway. You're saying Najee Harris was relevant? Was that was that was your, your general statement there? No, I'm gonna say Najee Harris was relevant. Uh I mean he was twenty first among running backs, which is I mean, you, you know, most leagues that means he's starting as a second running back, if not flex. Um, but that's not where he was drafted. He was drafted as a running back one easily, uh, and he's just not performing after that. So, not drafted is a huge disappointment. Um, I mean, if you have him, you still have to use him in your starting lineup, but you're not happy about it. There's his performance thus far. I mean, there shall be a lot more value out of for sure. True or false? He was a bigger disappointment, or yes, no, you can. Take it, but was he a bigger disappointment than that delay of game penalty right there on the New York Giants? You're the one who wanted to fucking record during the fourth quarter, baby. When it rains, it pours. Go Cowboys! Fuck Cowboys and fuck this game. Yes, fantastic. Um, anything else about the Brown Steelers? Are you uh, are you digging Jacoby? You guys just can't even catch the ball. Can't even catch the fucking ball. Are you going to be picking up Jacoby Brissett? He actually was ninth uh, in among quarterbacks from this past week. Uh, with that being said, it's not like I pick him up. Excellent. Carolina Panthers 22, New Orleans Saints 14. Carolina Panthers 22, New Orleans Saints 14. I didn't expect that. Yeah, very surprising. What I mean, is it? This is kind of what I meant when I said there's so much parity in the league. Like, the Panthers are one of the worst teams in the league by a mile. 
And yeah, I mean, it's not like a dominant game, but they still beat definitely a superior Saints team. Or at least on paper, a superior Saints team. Go, Terpin. Go. Go, Terpin. I mean, Jameis Winston, I think, was he the number two or number three quarterback in fantasy last week? This week or last week? Well, this past week. I remember turning to the right when I was at Mile High Stadium. He was 16. He wasn't close. 16 in fantasy. So he was, like, number three as far as just, like, yards and touchdowns are concerned, just, like, bulk overall. Um, I remember looking up and seeing that on the board yesterday, and I was very confused. Yeah, he had a lot of yards, only one touchdown, and two interceptions, so that hurts him in fantasy, obviously. Makes more sense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, David, I know that he relieves, receives a lot of heat from me, as your friend Saquon Barkley. Um, tell me uh, tell me a little bit more. How is the CMC train going? Uh, similar to Najee Harris, a little better than Najee Harris, but not by much. Uh, McCaffrey was 15th, so you're talking about a mid RB2, and he was second, third, at worst, like fourth running back off the board in, you know, most drafts. So, yeah, I mean, you're just not seeing the performances that you need to see out of him. He has yet to get 15 points in a half PPR league, right? He's got 13.7. 14.8 and our 12.5 is worst performance of the season so far. I mean, that's just not good enough. And, and this is sort of this trend that we're seeing with a lot of these top running backs that just do three weeks have just not put performances in the numbers that you would expect them to. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of this trend that you've seen with a few guys, Najee Harris being one of them, uh, Dalvin Cook being another, we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I mean, how there's about, a few of them. But yeah, we'll get off of that real quick because yeah, there's there's a few, there's a couple. We'll get there. Definitely point yeah. there for sure. Uh, probably a little disappointing for the owners uh, that did decide to draft him, but Michael Thomas uh, went out with an ankle injury as well, and uh, he's going to be potentially missing some time as well. Houston Texans twenty. Oh, that one thing. Oh God. Uh, most rookies yesterday were awful. There was only pretty much one rookie offensive player, at least, that I thought that was worth a damn uh, yesterday, and that was Chris Olave. You guys are really good at hugging people, I just want to say. Yeah, okay. Well, Chris Olave had a pretty solid game, especially if he were in PPR formats. Uh, he was the seventh wide receiver in fantasy, though, to be honest, it was a pretty random-ass list. All right here, here's your top ten wide receivers: Devonta Smith, Mac Hollins, Vizca Chenault, Marquise Brown, Amari Cooper, Lady Jones, Chris Olave, Russell Gage, Tyler Boyd, and Devonte Parker. Like not your top ten in fantasy. I think last. someone, someone might have called one of those. You someone, call one and, I, and I will give you credit on our best someone, for Devonta Smith. Thank you very that was much. Great pick. Thank you very you much. Nailed that one. Nailed that one. Even better than you're expecting. Um, yeah, but I mean, what a random list of fucking players to be on uh, the top 10. Wait, you fantasy. mean you didn't take LaVisca Chenault in the third round? He's the guy I said who about when we talked about him getting traded in the offseason. Yeah, no, I know because you're an idiot. That's why. 
Uh, he had one good game. We'll see if he has a second all season. He literally didn't like do anything the first two weeks. Like, like literally didn't have any targets or anything. Over under, Lavisca Chenault will have better fantasy games than Saquon Barkley for the rest of the year. What do you mean? I genuinely don't think Lavisca Chenault has another like double digit fantasy football scoring game again this season. I don't think this is a one hit wonder. Oh, please put yeah. that on the board. Oh, please. I mean, I'm best picks. So I'll do that right fucking now. Yeah, please. Because, like, yeah, that's, uh, I can't wait for that loss. Can we move on? Sure. Houston Texans 20, Chicago Bears 23, David Montgomery. If y'all, if y'all got Khalil Herbert, congratulations on the handcuff. Fuck you, Mike. But uh, those 29 points ain't going to do you anything on the bench, are they, Mike? Oh, boy, did I smash him in AFFL this week again. Oh, Mikey boy. The Texans, you want to know who doesn't have an interception yet in the NFL? Davis Mills. Like he's the only here, really? Yep, Davis Mills is the, the only two quarterbacks going, here we go. The fun facts return. The only two quarterbacks going into play yesterday that had not thrown an interception yet is number one, number one, Patrick Mahomes, and that fucking ended at the end of the game. But still, still not throwing a pick. Davis Mills, kids. Not bad, huh? You mean just for the season, obviously. Yeah, this season. No picks. Okay. That's sad. I thought I'd do something just this season. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, not this year. Hasn't thrown a pick this year. Three games. Okay, fair. It's a good stat. I'll, I'll take that one. Do we have anything else from this besides starting Khalil Herbert and pay attention to David Montgomery's injury? Yeah, definitely start Khalil Herbert. He was actually the number one running back from this week. Uh, Pretty so, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, if you have him, you're definitely starting him until Montgomery is back on the field and probably even still after, honestly. Uh, and uh, it's in a flex position. And, yeah, if he's somehow not, like, taken already, because he's, at least in Sleeper, he's watching 46.1% of leagues. So that means well, in half leagues, he's available somehow. I'd definitely take him in the waiver wire pick up at this point for this week if he's somehow available because your leagues are members are idiots. I mean, yeah. And Damian Pierce also had a really nice game. He was the 10th running back on your team. Uh, you had him on this league. But he uh, he showed up this week. Um, definitely got more of the performance that we were kind of expecting from him. And uh, if he does like that the rest of the season, he's going to pay off for you. We'll see. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It, uh, that was also a big conversation if they were just going to take Montgomery out and start using Herbert overall. So we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, no, Pierce was Pierce was the second running, uh, second rookie last week or this past week that was uh, worth the damn. I'm glad Very Pierce is finally uh, finally breaking it out. I think we're going to see uh, at least four or five games from him that are going to be absolutely stutterific. And this is the beginning of good times. This is the reason why I took him there, Mr. David Silverfuck. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Kansas City Chiefs 17, Indianapolis Colts 20. Let's say that one more time. Yeah, really. Indianapolis Colts 20, the team who got shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. 
Kansas City Chiefs 17. What the f- What? What? How many people do you think lost money on this? Or better yet, how much money do you think, you know, all like the different sports books and all that stuff made on that game? Man, guaranteed whoever for down goes Jones! Woo! Whoever in Survivor face made mask, it, bitch. buddy, get out of here. They really called a face mask on that? I'm not even that far down. Oh, they did. They called a face mask on that? Oh, you guys are pussies. Absolute pussies. Fuck the NFL. Fucking, like, what bearing did that have on the play? Zero. He was going down anyway. Fuck you, ref. You're a bitch. Absolute bitch. Whoever made it in the Survivor picks... Easily, without a doubt, lost this week because there's no way they didn't take the Colts this week against the Chiefs. I would have taken that by a mile. Oh, what a horrible call, man. The guy is not getting the ball. Like, uh. Jonathan Taylor with another super disappointing performance. Let's talk about running backs who are underwhelming this year. What, uh... Why is possibly going on in any? They're supposed to have one of the best offensive lines ever, right? Me and me and Drew had it out about this last year, right? Drew, fuck. Oh, you were, you might not have seen that conversation. Drew was hammering me about how good the Indianapolis Colts offensive line was, and I pulled out the stats on him, and they were definitely in the later teens. And so, I'd be interesting to pull up those stats again for this year and see where they are, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Quinn Nelson is one of the best offensive linemen as a single person. I'm not sure about the other four people on the offensive line. Yeah, that's exactly my point. You need a team to do it. You can't just have one of them out there. Look at us and Tyron Smith. He's not even playing right now. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor was 24th, so even lower than Najee Harris, even lower than Chris McCaffrey. I mean, the second week in a row where he has just not performed well. And, yeah, if you have Jonathan Taylor, you have to be very concerned. You can't bench him. You shouldn't trade him. But, I mean, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what to think. I don't happen to have him in any of my leagues. Because uh, I just didn't have a high draft pick in any of my leagues. But um, if you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, you're definitely concerned right now. And you're in a really shitty position. little disappointed with Patty Mahomes, little disappointed with my boy Kelsey, but not always going to get uh, craziness from them. But good enough. Good enough to, to check in. I mean, Kelsey was third among tens, which, you know, usually is one or two. So a little bit lower than he normally lands. Uh, but Mahomes was 13th among quarterbacks, so not even, you know, QB1. In a standard uh, league, I mean, of you know, ten or twelve people, like that's a problem. That's very unusual for him. Uh, he was just for context behind Matt Ryan and just ahead of uh, Marcus Mariota in quarterback rankings or scoring from this past week. Well, that's uh, who you don't want to be with. Yeah, it's not a good company. Oh, I really can't wait to talk about this next one. Can we get to the next one? What's the next one? Buffalo Bills 19, Miami Dolphins 21. I got to shit talk people in Denver hard about this. There's these two Bills fans that were just fucking outrageous. This one guy just would not stop complaining about the referees. Every single thing. Every single thing. 
Like, clear fucking... There's a middle linebacker who just fucking smoked one of the Dolphin receivers. Like, complete defenseless player type shit. And this guy's just losing his mind about how the refs aren't calling it the other way. And Oh, man. So, finally, the Dolphins go ahead. And, uh... Oh, intentional grounding and holding? Wow. So, the Dolphins go ahead... And this guy just rolls his eyes and looks behind everybody and goes, it's going to be really interesting to see how much they get. The dolphins get fined for this game afterwards. Yeah. And that's when just like everyone started chirping them and yeah, I couldn't help it. You know, I won't necessarily get the play by play, but I definitely had a good time with the idiot. And, uh, Definitely made them lose, and all of us were cheering and laughing at them as they walked out the bar. So, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, I mean, David, I mean, thank God that it's not going to happen because in a world where the the you are looking at me really confused and you get no, I'm not looking at you. I know that. I know you're ahead on me on the game here, so you're looking strangely confused. I think it's okay. Or, well, so you'll see what happened. Oh, kicker. Oh. What happened? The Dolphins are 3-0. and Yes, the Dolphins are 3-0, surprisingly. Really felt the Bills were going to win that one. Really and, excited uh, that uh, the Giants are not going to join them, uh, also at 3-0. and We'll see. You can know yet. Oh, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. It's a one-score game. Sure. Um... Josh Allen just what happened? the Bills are so strange. They just do not have uh consistent flow. They're either really going on all cylinders or they're just not. And they just I don't know how else to explain it. Their running game is not fantasy relevant. Their quarterback is really the only one fantasy relevant consistently. Um where the fuck is Stefan Diggs? Yeah, Stefan Diggs really, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie had a great game, number 11. Uh, Except he couldn't Stephon get out of bounds. Diggs. He couldn't get out of bounds when it counted. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still scrolling. Uh, 39, Stefan Diggs. Jesus. Between Michael Pittman and Debo Samuel, uh, so good company. Uh, also above Owen Ross, St. Brown, and Jamar Chase. Brutal. So, good company, bad ranking. Tyreek Hill. I think this man is uh, a little bit of a ghost. couple good catches, but, man, he's really leaving it wide open for Jalen Waddell. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Waddell is... You know, Polly has the higher floor, but the lower ceiling compared to Tyreek Hill. It's probably a safer play between those two versus Tyreek Hill's much more of a boom-bust candidate. I mean, both you have to start, you know, many of a week, but, but Tyreek Hill was 76. This week, among the receivers, he had 
literally 4.3 points. Jeez. Yeah, and that's after 14 points in the first week and 36.5 second week. So he's just kind of all over the place. And when a guy can get four points or 36 points in a given week and back-to-back weeks, I mean, like, uh, what, what do you do with that? And that's kind of always been the problem with Tyreek Hill, even when he was, you know, with the Chiefs for all those years. You know, he still had this kind of up-and-down game. So certainly he'll have that even more so with Tour, I think, because Tour is going to be less consistent than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so. that makes more sense. Yeah. And that's the weird thing. It's like the elite players, for the most part, these people that we thought were going to be elite players in fantasy this year just like aren't being consistently elite or sometimes sometimes not elite at all for some of them as we've discussed with the running backs. Yeah, we got uh, we got a few players in here that are going to be pretty interesting coming through. Detroit Lions 24, Minnesota Vikings 28. Dalvin Cook is injured kids. Hopefully you have Alexander Madison. Thank goodness I do in one of my leagues. But holy hot damn, did the Lions choke this one? Yeah. Ridiculous. Detroit Lions doing Detroit Lions things, folks. How about that DeAndre Swift, David? I'm very upset because Jamal Williams got multiple touchdowns and uh, DeAndre Swift did not. And DeAndre Swift seems like it's going to miss a few, uh, week or two here. So that's going to be a major problem for me and my team at AFFL. Currently working on a solution to that, but we'll see what happens. Whether that's a waiver pickup or a trade or what have you. My boy Justin Jefferson definitely did not uh, did not have a day. What the hell, Justin? I took you yeah. early and you did not help me. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh KJ Osborne and M. Thielen both benefited from Justin Jefferson seemingly getting all the attention from the defense. And you know, very little of the chances. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm still scrolling up. There's definitely even below Terry Kill. I mean, just just with 92. Barely fit into the top 100 receivers in this past week of fantasy. I mean, probably we have 14 yards, no touchdowns. So, yeah, he got just shut down. I mean, you know, the, the other receivers, you know, benefited, but yeah. So again, another example of an elite player just not showing up. Kirk Cousins had an okay game. He was eighth among uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, Drew's just turning over in his grave as you say that. But at least he won, Drew. You're two and one. It's okay. Things will be fine. Anything else with this one? Uh, I'm Ross St. Brown, even though he didn't have a great game, is still very consistently getting a touchdown, you know, pretty much every game. So, yes, that's why yes. he especially with Deontay Swift injured for a little bit. Yeah, he's definitely consistent. Uh, he's definitely consistent. I'll have to give him that. And uh, Hawk and Cox had a decent game, too. What was the line for Hawk and Cox? Um, well, really, I mean, mostly because of a touchdown, but he did have, uh, three receptions, uh, which is, I mean, not good, but, you know, it's okay for a tight end, uh, and only 18 yards, which hurt him, but the touchdown is what really carried him, 
to being a low-end tight end one this past week. But, I mean, that was the, honestly the first touchdown I think he got this season. Uh, so, because he really didn't do shit the first two weeks, so this is constantly this week. Baltimore Ravens 37, the New England Patriots 26, breaking news to the Fucked Up Fantasy Football podcast. Mac Jones could be headed to IR with a high ankle sprain. So that should be pretty interesting. They say that he's going to probably miss surgery, but high ankle sprain, no dice. So the Pitts or Pittsburgh, the New England Patriots season just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Yeah, Brian Hoyer, I think, is the backup quarterback there. Yes, he is. Still. Yeah. So, I mean, as in as far as my confidence, he's never really done all that much in the league. I feel like. I have a three-word question for you. Okay. Lamar for MVP. Right, possibly. I mean, he might. If he keeps up his pace, he's really killing it. I mean, Lamar Jackson was the top quarterback in fantasy this week. Mark Andrews the top tight end by, like, a significant margin. Uh, and same thing with Lamar. I mean, Lamar, from the drop from Lamar Jackson to Jalen Hurts was, like, literally, like, 15 points in our league. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, I honestly, and this is, you know, Lamar Jackson had amazing performance last week, too. Good performance against the Jets. I mean, you know, team compared to these last two weeks, but still, uh, you know, he was just in sauce gone there. So, all right, we're, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk, talk about how stupid you are. Cincinnati Bengals 27 to New York Jets 12. Do you even know how many times Sauce Gardner lined up against Jamar Chase? Can you do you even know this? I, I don't have those stats, if I mean now. Yeah, so I wouldn't even go look at them because you're going to look even... Basically, when you look in the mirror in the morning, it's going to be the same interaction. It's so stupid, you're not even going to know what to do with yourself. So don't worry about it. He only had two defended broken up passes the entire game. So just... just How many times did they throw at him? How many times did they throw it at him? Yeah. I have no idea. I know when all the game that I was watching him, Sauce Gardner was on the other side of the field than Jamar Chase. Pretty easy to look for the both of them. You're just looking for two number ones. And he was on the other side of the field almost the entire time. Sorry, David. It is what it is. Joe Flacco looked pretty elite. Las Vegas Raiders, 22. The Tennessee Titans, 24. Uh, I heard about Joe Burrow having a good game. Bro did okay. Was it? I don't think it was that great, was it? He was uh, the fifth uh, quarterback right behind Josh Allen. Yeah, top three or bust for Burrow. I mean, I don't know. When you are within a point of Josh Allen, I think you're doing okay. Yeah, but Josh Allen had a bad game. I mean, Joe Burrow had more passing touchdowns than Josh Allen, just less, a little bit yes, less yards. If Joe Burrow's putting up a good game when Josh Allen's putting up a bad game, I don't think that's good enough. Where was Joe Mixon? Uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, well, first of all, Perrine is the one who got a touchdown, so that helped yep. him big time. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, where I'm going with this. Yeah, another number one running back who's just absolutely underperforming their average draft position. Yeah, season. Joe Mixon's all the way at 50 among running backs in our league. Yeah, like it's just, it's actually unbelievable um, how bad the running backs are this year for their average draft position exchange. It's very bad. Yeah, ridiculous. Vegas Raiders 22, the 0 and 3 Las Vegas Raiders, might I add. Suck it, Josh McDaniels, you fucking piece of shit. The only 0 and 3 team right now. Which is fantastic. Like, I mean, every. Sorry, gotta finish this thought. Tennessee Titans 24. Thank you. First one of the year. Um, Just, can we name one, one Bill Belichick coach? Oh, wow, he almost muffed the punt. Um, can we uh, can we talk about one Bill Belichick coach that's actually done well off the tree in the NFL? And uh, go. I wonder if actually honestly going to look mock because I can't think of one off the top of my head. There are none. Joe Judge, Josh McDaniels, Saban did really well in the NFL. So, yeah, that's just super interesting. The Belichick uh, aura seems to be, um, I don't even know, misleading perhaps. Can we, Devonta Adams. Earth to Devonta Adams. How many people are actually happy with drafting Devonta Adams where they took that guy? You think David Carr is uh, Derek Carr? Whoa. Do you think uh, Mr. Carr is a Hall of Fame quarterback still, Mr. Adams? Curious to know. Yeah, that's a, that's a stupid call. He said... Yeah, no, Devontae Adams was very disappointed this past week. Um, I mean, let's look for him on this list. Jesus Christ. It's pretty much nothing, or very little. Um, I mean, yeah. It's uh, it's a problem. So many elite players are just not living up to their potential. I'm not sure if that's going to happen all season, if it's just like a first few weeks thing, a, a couple of flukes here. But it seems like a lot of flukes if that's the case, you know? Or if we're just seeing, like, the death of the elite player in fantasy and more just, like, fancy parody. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't actually get it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's extremely, extremely confusing. Um, how about that Mac Hollins kid, though, hey? I mean... <laughs> An amazing game. Uh, didn't really do much before this, so I don't know what to make of him. There was a lot of people talking about that Matt Collins kid beforehand, so we'll have to see. It's just 10 targets, man. That's a lot. That's exactly the same amount of targets that Devonta Adams had. So Devonta Adams 5 for 36 and a touchdown, and Mac 8 for 158 and a touchdown. So Yeah, what about Durantro? Uh, who? Right. I think I, uh, I think I think I was right about that one. Yeah, he was actually injured this past week, so it wasn't in the game. <sighs> we interrupt you for this breaking news. The Dallas Cowboys have beat your ass again, David. David, what do you have to say for yourself? Fuck you, Cowboys. You fluke-ass bitches. You're the one who wanted to record during the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's fine. 
You won't win the second game this year against us. I'll win that one. And it'll be one and one this year. Just like we were two seasons ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh you're do you remember what team last season was um undefeated versus the NFC East? That's right, Dallas Cowboys. Thank you very much. Ain't gonna happen this time. Philadelphia Eagles twenty four. Washington Commies eight. I yeah, actually can't believe that they scored eight points. Can we review how right I was about this game? You were very right about this game, actually. I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. How did Jahan Dotson do for you this week? Nothing. I actually did not start him based on your advice. Wow. That's a shocker. Well done, sir. Well done. Well, he was my fifth wide receiver drafted, so it's still kind of hard to justify starting him. Uh, and I ended up winning that matchup very easily. Um, so, yeah, easily the right decision because he was uh, the fifth best wide receiver on my team this past week for that team, just as I drafted him uh, by quite a large margin. So, yeah, that's a full PPR league. So, he had two receptions for 10 yards with only three points. That's not very good. And that would have been two points in our half PPR league. So I don't have a good box searching for where he was in the rankings. That's pretty far down. Um, so yeah, I don't worry about that one. We'll cover that again in the pits, uh, the best picks episode. Devontae um, Adams, eight receptions, 169 yard, yards, 12 targets on one touchdown. AJ Brown, five for 85, one touchdown on 10 targets. Dallas Goddard, three targets, 26 yards, and a touchdown. Oh boy. Uh, the Eagles flew. I'm I am actually pretty concerned about the Eagles this year. And especially because you would pick them to win the uh, division. I think you're probably gonna get that one right. Even before there was a single game played, kids. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think they're got probably put at the top of the power rankings for this year this this week, going into next week. I mean as of right now, in terms of you look at the two undefeated NFL teams yeah, after this game ends, uh, I think you probably have to put the Eagles over the Dolphins, right? Let's talk about another powerhouse team. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 38. The San Diego Superchargers, 10. Um... We'll get to the San Diego Chargers in a second. They've got some big fucking problems. There, at least. Je- what is what is Trevor Lawrence doing? Trevor Lawrence was first of all the third quarterback in fantasy between Hurts and Allen. I think if you outperform Allen in fantasy football as a quarterback, you're doing a pretty good job. And he did that this past week. Had a decent game last week against the Colts. Mediocre game against the Commanders. Week one, we'll see what he does for the season. Um, but right now, he is an interesting play on a matchup basis. Joey Bosa has a groin injury. Rashawn Slater has a biceps injury and is going to be probably gone for the rest of the year. Um, there is also our friend of the pod. Uh, Jalen Guyton, he is also out for the year with a torn ACL. And uh, it's, yeah, that's rough. That's definitely rough for the Chargers for sure. 
having a little bit of scrap here after the game. This is good. This is good. Let them fucking know. Fuck the Giants. You know who's uh, having a pretty solid season right now for where he was drafted? And, of course, stuff is you. James Robinson. James Robinson is absolutely going off. I hit the fucking jackpot with that guy. Absolute yeah. jackpot. Tell me more. Yeah, I mean, James Robinson has been literally what you would expect for some of these top running backs. So you look at it, you know his first three weeks so far, got 19.4 points, 14.8, 19.1. So, yeah, I mean... Pretty solid. He hasn't got 20 plus, but still, I mean, where he was drafted, he's doing great. Uh, so anyone who drafted him should be definitely starting him until he puts up a stinker, uh, which he might not this season. I mean, he seems to be the guy over uh Travis Etienne or whatever, which I guess surprised a lot of people, obviously didn't surprise you. Um, you know, I mean, talked about it. I yeah, talked about it. You call you called it, and yeah. You're right about that one, too. So far um, this year, I've been on a little bit of fire. Hopefully, I can continue this. Uh, I am definitely super, 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 super excited to beat Mike again. Fuck you, Mike. Just an absolute ass whooping. That, uh, Carson Wentz uh, doing better than uh, Mr. Garoppolo. Anyway, I, I digress on that. Suck it, Mike. Los Angeles Rams 20, Arizona Cardinals 12. Did you hear Kyler Murray's dumbass about saying that his players aren't on the same level as him or people have to get on the same level as him because he plays differently? Did you hear that stupid comment? I did not hear this, no. Fuck, he's an idiot. Like, he's an actual fucking idiot. I. Would you like to know where Kyler Murray ranked this week in fantasy? I just don't... I, one second before you say this, I just don't know if people understand that. I just really dislike Kyler Murray. I wasn't really sure if people knew that here if, if they listened to this podcast, but Kyler Murray's a fucking idiot. Where did he finish this week, David? He finished 24th. That was right between Baker Mayfield and Davis Mills. Oh, that's sweet music to my ears. Yeah. I, I have a question. I Whatever on this game, I really don't care about it. Cooper Cup is doing Cooper Cup things. James Connors not like he's injured, right? He's irrelevant. Uh, AJ Brown is really washed up and bad, and uh, James Robinson or Allen Robinson is just going to be a complete fucking hoopty doopty boom bust. Maybe like he's going to be an Emmanuel Sanders. Once every like five or six games, he's just going to fucking go off for like nineteen to twenty five points, and that's it. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Uh, can we talk about how Cam Akers, like for a brief moment, the coaches of the Rams remember that Cam Akers plays running back for the Rams? Yes. Tell us about Cam Akers. Uh, he didn't really translate into a great game, but he did have a touchdown. Uh, so that uh, got him to 10.1 points. 28th among running backs, still nowhere where you want him if you drafted him. But hey, 
at least he scored a fucking touchdown this week because he literally didn't do anything week one and had a pretty lousy game week two against the Falcons. This is his first double-digit fantasy game of the season. He should be doing that every week, and he's not. So, yeah, I mean, if you have Cam Akers, maybe now's the time to trade him if you can. If someone like thinks that if someone's dumb and like thinks it's the sign of things to come, it's one touchdown. You know, trade him right now because I think that absolutely Henderson's the guy in that backfield right now, and I don't know if that changes this season. I mean, yeah, I don't, uh, don't disagree with that assessment. The Marcus Mariota led Falcons twenty-seven. The Geno Smith led Seahawks twenty-three. Sorry, Brooke. Corderell Patterson still running the ball over there for the ATL fellow clowns. Um, his best game of his uh, career, actually. I, I saw something about good game for him, but I didn't see that. It was uh, his career high uh, rushing yards, specifically. I guess in the past, it's had more of a combination of rushing and receiving yards. So this was his biggest, biggest rushing game of all time. Uh, it wasn't necessarily his biggest uh, total yardage of all time, though, I don't think. Where did he finish? He was actually fourth among running backs, right between Derrick Henry and surprisingly Der- Devin Singletary, because uh, Devin Singletary got a lot. I got really involved in the receiving game this past week, and so he didn't really rush a whole lot. Only had 13 rush yards with 78 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, so Singletary basically wide receiver this past week. More than he was a running back, he was just a wide receiver coming out of the backfields. But yeah, Patterson was fourth, so pretty fucking good. And this is his second 20-plus uh, point game. In three weeks, I mean, Devin Devin Singletary. What are you talking about? Devin Singletary of the Bills. Get a great game. Oh, in comparison, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I was thought, just I was giving comparison to like where I Patterson was. So Patterson was right between Henry played, and Singletary. Yeah, I thought you were saying that Singletary played for the Fail Clowns, and I was just no. like, man, you are so off to lunch right now, kid. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, no, no, no. I was saying that he Patterson was between Henry and Singletary. Uh, just to give you comparison. Where did Rashad Penny play uh, this week for your fantasy running backs? There's Rashad a lot of... Penny, where did he rank? Yeah, there's a lot of hype on this kid. I'm interested to know where he uh, placed. He's kind of um, 38, so yeah, he really didn't do much. I mean, he actually had a decent amount of yardage. Uh, 66 rushing yards, which is okay, but I mean, he didn't get a touchdown or anything. Yeah, everybody, there seemed to be well, everybody. A lot of people were pretty big on him to start the year. Yeah, he's only, uh, he's pretty close to Tony Pollard and Javante Williams and Kareem Hunt, for that matter. He's kind of in that category. Let's talk about America's Game of the Week. Yeah. Green Bay Packers 14, Tampa Bay. Oh, no, 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 you're talking about that game. It's not the, uh, yeah. it's not that game. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a boring fucking... Oh, man, there's a lot of good games this week that should have been good, and they fucking sucked, man. 14-12 Packers over Bucks. Uh, Brady's old. That's what I can say about this game. Tom Brady's old. Uh, other than that, I guess Aaron Rodgers has just like a wide receiver committee. That's pretty much all I got for this one. 
Yeah, I mean, Rodgers just snuck into the back end of QB ones for the, you know, uh, second time in two weeks uh, with 18.4 points. That puts him at 11th among QBs, not where you want him to be. Um, Brady was 15th among QBs. So these are two guys who were drafted as low in QB ones. Rodgers is barely hitting that and should be hitting more. Brady certainly did this past week. Uh, I mean, yeah, two future Hall of Famers, but they are at the tail end of their careers and they're playing like it. Horrible game. You know what else was a really horrible game? The game you attended? Just fucking brutal. San Francisco 49ers 10, Denver Broncos 11. Oh, man. Like, that was fucking, that was easily the most boring NFL game I've ever been to. And I don't even know what to say. Jimmy G definitely has the mechanics for sure. But boy, does he need to open his eyes. Because he missed a whole bunch of reads. I know they're talking one about Debo Samuel in particular. But there was two or three where my buddy and I were just like, wow, 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 wow. Um. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos offense look so out of sync. It is ruthless. Like, it's it's pretty bad. They're definitely going to need at least a full season to sort out their shit. So we'll see how that works. But, man, that was not good. That was Those are two not really that good teams. Not really that good. So that that's my analysis of that one. I... I Nathaniel Hackett is a jackass. I cannot believe that he put Melvin Gordon in at the end of that game like that. That was absolutely... All of us in the stands were just losing our fucking minds. No one wants Melvin Gordon to be running the ball in Denver. Nobody. Mm. Nobody. Everyone is on Javonta Williams hard. No one... Nobody wants Gordon. Yeah, it's interesting because Gordon's revolted that one touchdown... He was way more fancy relevant this one week than Williams, but that's not going to be most weeks. I agree. Gordon was uh, 12th among running backs just because that really that one touchdown catapulted him up. Um, yeah, versus Javante uh, Williams was 36. But you, you, know, you take away the one touchdown from you know, Gordon, give it to Williams, and they switch places basically. Yeah, it's wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. I got nothing else for this game. Yeah, neither do I. And I guess we, you know, might as well say here. Dallas Cowboys 23, New York Giants 16. My God, did I hear a lot of bullshit from you and every other Giants fan about, oh my God, we're going to beat the Cowboys. All you just like salivating like a bunch of fucking little kids. Oh man, you can't even beat Cooper Rush. You guys are fucking garbage. I don't even know why you thought that you were gonna beat us, but ha 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 ha, we beat you in your own house with a fucking backup quarterback. Uh, we sacked you nine hundred million times. Yeah, that was the thing that really pissed me off about this game. Actually, that yeah, we just like literally did not pick Daniel Jones at all in this game. Nope. 
And so many, so many times on the backside, man. So many times. At least a half dozen. Like, you guys just let that little boy just run around. Like, Jones can be good when he's not running for his fucking life. And even when he is running for his life, he's good sometimes. But, like, you can't do that every fucking play. No. Yeah, he's running for his life almost every play tonight. Brutal. Love it. We got to fix that if we're going to do anything this season. I agree. Zeke Elliott had a decent game. Uh, C.D. Lamb could have had an absolutely ridiculously amazing game, but then he decided to drop the ball. Oh, boy. Yeah, Zeke had his first fantasy relevant game. He was 17, though, so behind McCaffrey, behind C.E.H., uh, just above Breeze Hall by .1. So he was literally right in between C.E.H. and Breeze Hall by .1 point either way. Uh, a Saquon Barkley, number seven, right between James Robinson and uh, the Patriots running back Stevenson. I had a Nick Chubb as well. I mean, that's about where Parker was drafted, seventh running back. Uh, probably a little lower than that in a lot of leagues. Um, so, yeah, Barkley had a solid game for that touchdown. He had a decent game. But he still sucks and is fantasy irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. Fuck the Giants. Uh, he's being hater though. So he's had double digits games, you know, each week and Steve just had his first. So yeah. Fuck the Giants. I mean, whatever. Probably literally outperforms Zeke in every game, including this one. And he's supposed to. Barkley's way younger than him. Zeke's already been a beast way more times than Barkley has. I hope Jerry Jones lives forever and curses your team. That is a really mean thing to say, David. Why would you say that? Man, if anyone can afford some sort of, like... You know, like experimental procedure that makes you immortal. It's Jerry Jones. Oh, man. It's like one of the worst jokes about Jerry Jones ever. Yeah, I fucking hate Mike McCarthy's fat face. Eh, because he beat you again. Exactly. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. I am in Canada for one more recording, and then I'm back on the road again. Reaction episode, bets, picks, and maybe another reaction episode. It's going to be tough, actually, for that one, but we'll talk about that one later. Uh, Leave a review if you haven't done that already, and... Make sure that you uh, send the link out a few times. Just a few times. Maybe your friends. Maybe a couple of family members. Give us the five stars. And maybe follow us on Instagram. Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. I think David still has the password. David, do you still have the password? I have the password to both social media accounts. Yes. We're moving ahead, folks. I can't fucking believe it. Fuck you, Mike. Boy, did I enjoy beating the fucking pants off of you again. Man, you're just 
brutal when you play me. I love every moment of Oh, it. man. I've been between fucking Mike and our good friend Jerry for our worst team in this league this season. Yeah, it's... Uh, not too bad. Jerry's luck is just unbelievable. Like, he drafts, like, decent teams, and then they're just fucking garbage. We got to get both of those guys on the show. Yeah, sure. Soon, like I said, when I get from, when I get back from Phoenix, I'm definitely not gonna go see a Cardinals game when I'm in Arizona. By the way, not a fucking chance. You go and just like echo Colin Murray the entire game. If it's like thirty dollar tickets, I will. Thirty dollar tickets in the front row. Oh fucking, let's go. <laughs> Fuck you, David. Fuck you, fucking Cowboys. Peace. Well, we beat you again, Nana Boo Boo. Fuck you. Well, we still beat you.